Okay, this is Geraldine. I'm here in Denver at the Lawless Darkness Tour with Watane, Goat Whore, and Black Anvil. Sitting here with Ben Falgu, vocalist for Goat Whore. Um, Jared Dierks and John Daigle were unable to be here to do this interview for Metal Speak. So they sent me as field interviewer to interview Goat Whore, one of the most hardcore bands out there. Or Metal Speak, so how's it going, Ben? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. We're at the end of the night. Uh, show's over. And as you're witnessing all the cool uh, breaking down of gear, and everything's going to get packed up soon, and then we're going to head towards Salt Lake City. Sweet. So this is the fourth show on the tour, right? Yes. And this is the third show you guys are playing. Yes, you because... You off to a pretty rough start. Yeah, well, we made the first two, and then we had an... Uh, an engine problem with our vehicle that uh, got fixed, but it caused us to miss St. Paul, Minnesota. So, But uh, luckily, yesterday was a day off, so even with the loss of the St. Paul show, we didn't have another show that we missed because of the off day, and we got to make it to Denver. Well, I'm extremely excited that you guys made it to Denver. Probably yeah. would have cried if you didn't. Yeah, we would have cried, too, because we would have been, like, still driving in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> right on. Um, well, I wanted to mainly ask you guys, uh, in other interviews, you guys say that you write music more for yourselves than for the fans. Um, and I've noticed that the first two albums, Clips of Ages Into Black and Funeral Dirge for the Rotting Sun, more on the black side of metal. And then... Your last two albums, Haunting Curse and Carving Out the Eyes of God, are more on the death side of metal. I wanted to know if this is like, has more to do with member changes, uh, personal preference, or uh, progression of the band. I think it has, I think it's mostly like progression of the band. You know, I mean, like, I guess in the early stages, you know, we were really, there were a lot of things that were like, influencing us as black metal you know we were into a lot of early black metal things like like early dark throne um, emperor you know old bathory always celtic frost it's always been an element of us you know venom and things like that but as you went along you know you started other kind of angles came out and being on tour with bands like we were on tour with exodus and it kind of rekindles an earlier stage when you know you used to listen to thrash metal and everything toured with Exodus in 06 for A Haunting Curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that kind of gives an influence to it as well because it kind of... You remember the earlier days when you used to listen to Exodus and you go out with them and you tour with them and you're like, holy shit. And then it makes you kind of explore other things from the past. You know, because music comes out so rapidly nowadays that a lot of things that you used to listen to, you didn't... You don't necessarily listen to as much now because you're trying to keep up with everything that's coming up. And so a lot of things get just put on a shelf or put on a back burner. And then sometimes you go back to it and you revisit it. And you're like, holy shit, this fucking record was awesome. Yeah. You know? And um, I think that kind of adds more angles of influence to us as we move along. And then not only that, I think Go War also starts to evolve to its own thing at this point And not be like, I guess, I wouldn't I wouldn't say copycat, but you... In the earlier days, you could see the influences even more greater than you can later on because a band pretty much evolves and becomes their own entity and they start doing things. You guys don't remind me of any other band out there, man. You guys are 
killing it right now. Um, do you guys plan on touring anymore for uh, in support of Carving? Album? Yeah. No, no, no. I think this is this is going to be the last one, and uh, it's, it's it's been pretty long cycle for this. But uh, we really need to sit down and start getting things ready for the next record. So we have some ideas being tossed around. We have some songs put together, but nothing really that we would consider fully solid because we want to sit down and embrace them a little more and, and get the feel for it. So because it's like we'll be on tour, come home for a week and a half, and we jam some new stuff, and then you're back jamming and, and sorting out a new set, and you know you, you never get to really grasp the feel of the new material. So we're gonna get in there and do that and everything, and then from that point you know we'll probably hit the road maybe do some shows before we actually go into the studio to kind of get some of the newer stuff kind of presented in the live format and go in maybe late spring early summer do the new record maybe by the end of the year the new record will be out sweet well i'm excited for a new album yeah yeah, yeah. new goat horror man we're pretty excited actually to start working on a lot of new stuff sweet that's awesome um you guys you are constantly on the road um when you do go home you're there for a week maybe a month at the most when you are there at home some of you guys work jobs extra money for the road yeah yeah um i've seen you guys play a show in front of 10 people including bar staff and other bands and you guys still tore it up like nothing else and i've seen you play with no bass player at all you guys still got up there and tore it up as a three-piece um you guys have other bands I mean, not just side projects but you know full-blown signed yeah touring record producing bands um you sell your own merch on the road act as your own roadies i think it is safe to say that goat whore is the hardest working band i have ever heard of um yeah we work pretty hard but uh i don't know i guess that could be uh, a good point and a bad point <laughs> but uh overall i mean we we do it like we're a metal band but we also have kind of like a punk attitude you know like a diy attitude like from the kind of like punk genre you know i mean i grew up listening to punk and hardcore and things like that so it's like I'm not fully 100% metal, but we, we have elements like that within Go Whore that are like cross punk, you know, different kind of angles besides just a straightforward metal kind of angle. And, I, you know, I think the attitudes within those styles even reflect on other things we do, as like, you know, touring in the van or whatever and, you know, getting all the gear together and us doing it all, you know, together and stuff like that. So it's, it's more like punk bands do that kind of shit a lot. So. We have different aspects about us that aren't necessarily metal, but are still in some kind of extreme format of music. Well, I wanted to ask, uh, feels a little rude, but uh, after all your hard work, do you guys feel like you're getting the recognition you deserve? Um, sometimes yeah, sometimes no. You know, it depends. Sometimes... I mean, to be honest with you, sometimes there's places we play and, and you know there's more work to be done there. And there's some places that, you know, it, it's it's kind of shown. But there's still work. There's always work to be done no matter what. But I think there are some places, some areas we, we play where we probably need to go down there more. And maybe, you know, through time we'll never get the recognition in a certain area that we might 
like we're supposed to or whatever. And that's just what you have to do, you know. You can't be this dominant thing everywhere, you know. You got to just go out and do it. I mean, you, you, you started it for a reason. You really liked music, and that's what you wanted to do. Don't let it end there, you know. Don't stop it there. Just keep going after it as much as you can. So... You know, I mean, we have we have tours that are good, and we come home with a little money, and it covers bills. And we have tours that are bad, and you come home, and you barely break even, and you gotta like kind of work and catch up with yourself. You gotta but fix your van and fix your van, you know, things like that. Yeah, things happen, you know, and, and shit costs money, but you do what you can, you know. And you came out here for a reason. If we all succeed from it and everything gets really good, then cool, that's a bonus to it. But if it doesn't, no big deal either, as well. You know, we did something after something that we were really into. Sweet. Um, <clears throat> have you ever guys have you guys ever uh, toured South America? Do you ever plan to? No, I'd actually like to. So I would love to see Brazil, and it would be more <laughs> worth it if I could see Goat Whore in Brazil. Yeah, yeah. No, no, definitely. That would be awesome. We've never played South America, but it would be uh, quite an experience to do so. Cool. Do you guys want to play in Colorado Springs? <laughs> We we played Colorado Springs. Oh, I know you have with Exodus in 06 yeah, yeah. for Haunting Curse. Yeah, yeah. It was incredible, man. At the Union Station, that's where I would yeah, like yeah. to put you guys again, man. Yeah. So I would love to promote this myself. No, yeah, we we well, it's it just all depends on you know touring cycles and what we can do and when we're on the road and, and, and it's just a layout of touring, you know, setting up the right things at the right places and everything. Yeah. And sometimes when you're on a tour, like. You know, this tour, this is Watane's tour, and we don't have a say on where the whole tour goes, and we're just kind of, like, going along with it. So sometimes you don't really have a say on how things are, and you just move when you can. Yeah. Um, I personally would like to know, when is the last time you guys played Baptized in a Storm of Swords live? Oh, it's been a while. I know. Yeah, I can't really say. But it's been a, we've been switching stuff. Like, we switched a bunch of stuff out for the set for this tour. We changed a bunch of things, you know. Oh, I noticed we were, that. We uh, we added in some songs from uh, Carving that we never did play yeah. live, and we brought back some older stuff that we hadn't played in a long time live. So, and uh, I actually, I really, we really, when we were putting the set together for this tour, it was like, it was, it was actually like really refreshing. It was different. Yeah. It was different. We kind of removed songs that were just. I guess more dirgier, maybe had slower elements, and we, we put in more songs that attack. And it's 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 a little different, and it's 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 definitely like it's a ball buster of a set because of a lot of the songs are really rapid. It really fit at. the style of the tour that you're yeah yeah on definitely right now. definitely. But it uh you know it was cool when we were practicing. It was like yeah yeah this feels good. This feels real good. It's it's different. It's different from because we've been on the road so much and we alter the sets every tour, but sometimes. You need to like change out a bunch of the songs and put a whole bunch of different songs. So yeah. we're really pleased on how we laid out the set for this tour. Oh, that's cool. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, yeah, thanks for making it out. I mean, I was so scared you guys weren't going to make yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's no problem, man. It's it's all like if you end up somewhere with a good like dealership or mechanic that's willing to take care of the stuff and do it in a, a you know a timely fashion, which is which is reasonable with whatever is the problem and you can get on your way so we kind of lucked out from the situation I mean it sucks for the people in St. Paul but 
overall, you know, it's lucky we only missed one show rather than two or three shows. Yeah, cool. Well, right on. Thank you. Thank awesome. you very much, Ben. Thank you very much.